Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our next episode of Fitness with Feldman. And this week, Ashley is with us kind of giving a recap of the recent Dutchess County Chamber Learn to Run program and her big takeaways from it. Um, and also helping to share some of the advice and things that her and John gave to the runners that they worked with over there. So if you're thinking about getting into running or know somebody who is, this is a good one to share with them. Enjoy and thank you so much. Back to, back to kind of what we're doing. So um, say two weeks ago on a Tuesday, I was finishing my stint as a uh, co-technical director for the Dutchess County Chamber of Commerce's Learn to Run program. John and I were lucky enough to kind of sign on and work with a group of awesome people um, in learning how to run. And, uh, you know, so it's extremely important to me and to everybody here that if you want to get out and do something, that you get out and try it and you try it kind of with a little bit of background. So here we go. What I'm going to do today is I'm kind of going to go over a few pointers that I want to teach you guys or at least let you guys know about learning to run. And if, um, if you start a running program and you don't succeed the first time and you really want to try it again, my big thing is, is find somebody to help. Okay, so and that's what we're here for us, um, you know, myself, John and uh, Justin here at Feldman, uh, we do a lot of things with runners and teaching people to learn to run is one of the biggest things and best things we can do. So here we go. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of take you through a few pointers. I'm also going to post this in a blog later on in the week uh, so that you guys can actually read about it a little bit more. So if we kind of um, look at running, it's a difficult thing. If you try running and you try it and you say, hey, you know what, like I really want to start this, um, but you try it and you hate it, don't get down on yourself. There's other things that you can do. Hiking, walking, biking, Think about that. Running's not the only form of exercise there is out there. Um, yes, people think a lot of the time that it's one of those sports that doesn't require a lot of equipment, but if you look at the shoe closets of myself, Justin, and John, you might think otherwise. Okay, so here are my steps or my thoughts on uh, you know, learning how to run. So number one, okay, if you wanna start something new, whether it is running or another activity, my number one go-to, make sure you are medically ready, okay? So go see your primary care physician. Say, hey, you know what? Let me go get a checkup, even if you haven't been to one in years. And I say this because we need to make sure that your cardiovascular system, your heart, your lungs, they're ready to support this thing that you wanna do, okay? That is a step one that I would take if I wanna do something completely new um, in regards to my health. The other thing is, is that running is hard on your body. We need to make sure that you're gonna be ready to do so. Okay, so that's my step number one. My step number two, okay, is that we all hear about these couch to 5K programs, right? So couch to 5K that people think, hey, you know what, I'm gonna get up off my couch and I'm gonna go run a 5K. May not mean that you're running. It may mean that you get up off your couch and you walk that 5K first. And that's my step number one. Every Or step number two, sorry. Everybody needs a baseline fitness level in order to start running. All right. And when I say that, I mean, we need baseline fitness in regards to cardiovascular and just our generalized strength. Okay. Um, when we look at running it's a tough sport, a lot of people say, Hey, you know what, how hard can it be? It's just a little bit of faster pace and walking. It's not that easy. Okay. It takes a toll on our, like I said, our cardiovascular system, heart and lungs, and then also all the muscles in our body. 
right? So if I kind of had to say what I would like you to be able to do before you start running, my number one is I want you to be able to walk for at least 20 to 30 minutes with intermittent changes of pace without stopping. Okay, and I say that because that will give you a good foundational uh, cardiovascular base to be able to start a running program. The other thing is, is that we need to make sure that you're strong enough. And when I say you're strong enough, we need to make sure that you have the foundation of strength in order to not get hurt if you start. Okay, so a few things that I kind of look for. Um, hey, can you stand up out of a chair without your hands? Okay, that's number one. I know that seems pretty simple, but let's try it 20 times. Can you stand on one leg for at least 10 seconds without losing your balance? Can you stand and do a single leg calf raise? So basically lifting your heel up and off the ground. You can hold onto a wall or something, but can you do that say 10 to 15 times? All right. I'll look at somebody's ability to bridge, which is lifting their butt up off the ground, and I'll also look at somebody's ability to kind of do a single leg bridge. Single leg bridge is a little bit more advanced, but I think it's one of the most awesome things when it looks to, uh, when it comes to looking at somebody's foundational strength to be successful when running. Okay. If you guys have problems with this stuff, this is where you can always say, hey, you know what? I need to get a little bit stronger. I need to kind of build this foundation before I even think about starting. Um, same thing with walking. If you want to do a couch to 5K, I want you to be able to walk almost that whole 5K before you run it, just so that you have that great foundation of strength before you do it. Okay. One of the biggest obstacles I see with people is they get really down on themselves when they start a program and they feel as if they're not doing well. So what I say, small steps are energizing. Remember that you have to make short-term goals before you make your long-term goals. And that is one of the biggest and most important things when it comes to running. If you're not a runner and you're trying to run, the big thing is, is that you have to take that small goal and then bring it into these bigger goals. So if your goal is to say run a minute, you have to run 10 seconds first. We have to walk before we can run, literally. And that's what you have to remember. You have to take these smaller steps in this process to get to that longer step. In our Learn to Roam program that we did with the Dutchess uh, County Chamber of Commerce, the first day I think we had people running for 15 to 30 seconds maximum with a two minute walk break or three minute walk break in between. That is the perfect way to start. Do these little bouts of running plus these little bits of off cycles. It's a great way to kind of get a foundation and just feel yourself out a little bit as you do it, okay? Um, the other thing is, is that I made a little bit of a joke in this blog post is that, you know, small steps are energizing, I said literally and figuratively. So yes, in regards to, um, you know, the figurative aspect, making those small steps, okay, those small goals and then bringing it, bringing it into that larger goal, it will let you have a little bit more success in the long run. Now, literally, what I said is I don't want you to try to go run like your, your favorite Olympian runner, okay? We don't necessarily need to run like gazelles, especially if we are trying to learn to run. Um, small steps are a little, actually a little bit more energizing for us than these longer strides you see people take. And I always make this comparison. Think about somebody hopping a distance, okay, and you're hopping on one leg. It's a lot easier to hop a short distance on one leg than it is a longer distance on one leg. And that, I think, is an awesome way to look at, hey, you know what, if I'm going running, why am I trying to propel so far forward if I can take these kind of smaller steps, not super small, but small enough, and get myself a little bit longer, give myself a little bit more energy to get a little bit farther, okay? Now, 
Here's a huge thing and when it comes to running, don't be afraid to be sore. Okay, that's another one of my key points. If you're starting a new program, you're gonna be sore. It's not uncommon and that's something you have to think about. If you have a soreness level from one to three, typically here at Feldman, we're gonna say, hey, keep going. We want you to keep running. And sometimes depending on who you are, if you're in that kind of four or five category, we may tell you the same thing, okay? But the other thing is, is that if this kind of discomfort lingers, it's not going away, it's keeping you up at night, then it's time to kind of address it. But if you're having these muscle aches, pains, kind of this discomfort in these different areas, more than likely you're gonna feel it in your hips, you might feel it in your knees, you might feel it in your feet, it's okay, you're doing something new, okay? Now on to the next, I think I have three more and then I will be done. Um, the next one is, Make sure that when you run, you're breathing. A lot of people, when I see them start to exercise, they actually hold their breath. And that's one of the worst things we can possibly do. So when you're starting to run, you don't want to run as fast as you can, okay? The big thing is, is that you wanna make sure that you can run. And say you have somebody running with you, you can talk to them the whole time. We call it a conversational pace, okay? The other thing is, is that we need to learn how to breathe. I've posted some videos on Instagram and Facebook in the past teaching you guys some breathing exercises. Practice them. If we want to learn to be successful we, while running, we need to also implement the proper breathing strategies. And there's different ways that people go about it. But if we look at kind of what I teach as a PT, is that I'm going to have someone deep breath in through their nose, out through their mouth. And you can even do it based on your steps. Every three steps, take a breath in. Every two steps, take a long breath out. Okay, um, I don't know what's going on on Facebook, but I'll continue here on Instagram, okay? And then I'll post the rest of this uh, to Facebook afterwards, okay? So we're on breathing. The next thing is monitoring your hydration and nutrition, okay? You need to make sure you're eating. You need to make sure you're drinking fluids. When I say fluids, I'm talking about more water than anything. Caffeine, I love it. I love coffee. But the thing is, is that we need these fluids to hydrate us, not to necessarily dehydrate us. Okay, if I put a starting point when someone's starting activity, I say try to drink half your body weight in ounces in water. Um, you know, so think about that. That's a good amount of water. For me at least, it's quite a few bottles of water a day. Okay, now the next one, okay, before my last point is that it's okay to take rest breaks. When I look at a running series, okay, or if I look at a program that I'm creating for someone, there's at least two full off days. Okay, for new runners, I say try to get out there three to four days a week. Um, and the other thing is, is that you can't necessarily stop strength training. That's what I forgot to say above in my strength training section is that you can't ever skip leg day and you can't skip that strength training. Because the thing is, is that running doesn't replace it. It just is a supplement, okay? Um, but breaks, make sure you take breaks. Let your body recover. It's extremely important and it's something that everybody should really do, okay? The last one. If you are struggling, if you really want to do this and you don't know how to get better, find someone to help. Um, whether that be a running coach, whether that be us here at Feldman, we love to help people learn to run um, or get you better at running. If you're running and you're experiencing breakdown, why not seek help of somebody to say, hey, why am I breaking down? And we have people doing it all of the time. We have people who come in for sole running evaluations um, to say, hey, you know what? I'm getting a little bit of hip pain at mile three or four. What can you see? All right. And that's kind of what we do. All right. Finding a coach, finding someone to help. If you really need kind of an evaluation, come see us. 
okay? If you guys have any questions about this, there will be a blog posted a little bit later in the week regarding Learn to Run 101, as I called it. Um, these pointers are extremely important, especially if you're somebody who's saying, hey, you know what? I do wanna do this couch to 5K type thing. Remember, you have to walk before you can run, okay? If you guys have any questions, like I said, um, the blog will be posted, but also feel free to reach out um, and we look forward to hearing from you or come get a running eval. See kind of what we see, what's going on when you run. All right. I hope you all have a great day and I will be back on later next week. All right. I uh, don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I will be here. All right. Bye.